we are doing chapter 81 today which is called the lord blesses sudama brahmana now we had done last time about sudama itself because it's a story from krishna's past so sudama had got ready to visit krishna and he has gone over there and krishna has welcomed him in a very beautiful manner has taken him in and washed his feet and so many things were done so now let us try to see the next part of the story so we'll do lord blesses sudama brahmana chapter 81 canto 10 part 4 sukhdev goswami continued said lord hari krishna perfectly knows the heart of all living beings and he is especially devoted to the brahmanas while the supreme lord the god goal of all saintly persons conversed in this way with the best of the twice born he laughed and spoke the following words to the dear friend of his the brahmana sudama all the while smiling and looking upon him with affection so we are continuing with the story both of them are talking to each other and they are exchanging pleasantries so the supreme lord said oh brahmana what gift have you brought me from home I regard as great even the smallest gift offered by my devotee in pure love but even great offerings presented by non devotees do not please me so here krishna is asking it's very natural in our life also suppose you are coming from usa to india i will definitely ask him really kya laya maybe you need to pick up some chocolates at the airport it it does not really matter if the person eats or doesn't eat or if the person wants it or doesn't want it it's but natural it's a very very common courtesy that you need to take something for the person concerned and we follow it even when we have birthdays of children we do we accept gifts and we give return gifts as well so the idea is that krishna is asking him out of courtesy ki mere liye tune kya laya here the importance of this line is that it need not be such a massive gift what is important to be seen is whether there is love wrapped in it or not so he was asking the devotee what have you got for me now if somebody gets a very big gift i'm sure you have seen people who want to go with very very big gifts i still remember you know there used to be candles which are 1 rupee candles then there were 10 rupee candles and there were 100 rupee candles as well <laughs> which i used to offer which i have seen people offer in the church and the candles are not even allowed to burn the moment the little they have put up over there they are taken taken away <laughs> and it seems like you know it's you really wonder mera candle kyu leke gaya it's the same thing you know you carry one big har with you you carry one big garland with you and you go to the temple and you say to that pujari over there ye har chadana ye har chadana they just takes it and chucks it at the feet somewhere and then you are really wondering i spent 100 bucks on that you know <laughs> on that garland and see what he is doing the idea is that god is not even interested in that 100 bucks or that 1000 bucks or whatever 
you can take the biggest or the greatest of the gifts also it really does not matter what is important is mentioned in the bhagavad gita as well you can just take one flower or just a leaf that is all that is needed what is wrapped in it is called love so god is only interested in love he is not interested in any other thing so he says i regard as great even the smallest gift offered by my devotees in pure love so there is a line mentioned over here which says krishna says you can just give me a very very tiny thing as a gift it could be just a leaf i don't really care i am just seeing your love in it that's it but even great offerings presented by non devotees do not please me you know it is like you remember you see in our world what what we do is now let us say if we are going for the admission of the child we are going with a gift we are going with some bribe you think bribe cannot be equated to a gift a bribe is a bribe it is something which is not sanctioned it is not goodness okay it is nothing to do with dharma you should understand it is not righteous a bribe or something that you give so that you can get something in return that's not called a gift a gift is that which you give and you don't get anything in return you're not expecting anything you're giving a gift with your your with your heart and soul that is the kind of gift if one offers me with love and devotion a leaf a flower a fruit or water i will accept it this is a very important verse in the bhagavatam this is verse number 4 so krishna is telling you all i am not interested in all your bribes so don't come to any of my temples you know all these temples in india which we visit and we take big big bribes god i want a child god i want a wife god i want my marriage to last long god i want this god i want that right from school till you die and at the time of death the person says okay i want a good death you are just a bhikari over there you understand a bhikari a uh, beggar don't go there as a beggar go with one tiny small thing that you you know you feel that it's coming from your heart that is what he is trying to say sukdev goswami continued even after being addressed in this way o king the brahmana felt too embarrassed to offer his palm full of flat rice to the husband of the goddess of fortune he simply kept his head down bowed in shame now sudama had taken remember flattened rice huh? and he did not want to give it to the lord because he was feeling very ashamed how can you give such a great king a handful of beaten rice that was his dilemma he did not know what he was supposed to do now see what krishna does being the direct witness in the heart of all living beings lord krishna fully understood why sudama had come to see him thus he thought in the past my friend had never worshiped me out of a desire for material opulence but now he comes to me to satisfy his chaste and devoted wife i will give him riches that even the immortal demigods cannot obtain now remember sudama's wife had told him go and meet your opulent friend krishna he is a very rich man okay 
So what do you go? You go with one handful of rice, you know, beaten rice and offer it to him. You know, expecting in return. Remember, this is called expectation. If we are expecting anything in return from anybody, it is, so what you are offering to him is not called a gift, it's a bribe. So don't go with bribes. You should go with a heart full of love, that's it. Don't go with bribes to anybody. It's not going to, it's not going to be righteous, it's not going to be right in this world. So, he says, Krishna understands the truth. Sudama has come to me and he's brought that, you know, beaten rice and he's kept it inside that, you know, puri which he has tied. Why? Because his wife said so. But you should go and meet Krishna and maybe you can, you know, convince him to give us some sort of a money or funding or something like that. This is the thing. So, Krishna knows about it. Thinking like this, the Lord snatched from the Brahmana's garment the grains of flat rice tied up in an old piece of cloth and exclaimed, What is this? Now Krishna knows, he is all knowing so naturally he is doing some acting. So, which is a way of Krishna's world, you know, he will always behave as if he doesn't know. Yet he is all knowing. The Lord is always all knowing. And he behaves in a manner with Sudama saying that, oh, what is this tied to your Uparna, we say. Uparna is that dhoti kind of a thing, you know. Or in the Kamcha. Rajni sar lete, Amitabh Bachchan sar lete, vaisa. Kamcha. My friend, have you brought this for me? It gives me extreme pleasure. Indeed, these few grains of flat rice will satisfy not only me, but my entire universe. I'm sure you recollect a story where Krishna goes to meet Draupadi and Draupadi has just finished the meal, has given away everything and the Brahmanas had come, Durvasa Muni has come with his entire entourage of thousands of yogis and they have told her, we have come for lunch. So she tells them, go have your bath and come in the river. And at that time, Krishna, to save his devotee, goes over there. And he asks Draupadi, do you have anything to eat? Draupadi says that I have just finished my meal. So Krishna says, can I see that pot which you normally cook in? You know, it's called an Akshay Patra. Akshay Patra is a, a pot which you cook something in it and you don't open the lid. And just slip your hand inside and remove some things. And it keeps on giving you on a continuous basis. So, so he sees in that vessel one tiny grain of rice over there. Grain. So he puts it in his mouth and he says, Ah, now I am satisfied. And when he does that, the entire entourage of Durvasa Muni, who are in that river having a bath, they are fulfilled. They don't want to eat anything more because their stomachs are filled. So they go away from there itself. They don't come back to Draupadi because otherwise she will get into trouble. This is how Krishna has created a diversion over there. Similarly over here, he is saying that, you see, if I eat this little flattened rice, 
what will happen not only will i get satisfied but my entire universe will get satisfied i shall explain this part to you sometime later once i finish this chapter after saying this the supreme lord ate one palmful and was about to eat a second when the devoted goddess rukmini took hold of his hand when rukmini said this is more than enough o soul of the universe to secure him an abundance of all kinds of wealth in this world and the next after all once prosperity depends simply on your satisfaction the last line is the most important one the prosperity of a person depends on the satisfaction of the lord so what are we talking over here so krishna is about to take he has taken one handful and he has eaten that now he is about to take a second handful when his wife stops him why does she stop him she says to him that see your what you have done is one is enough why because if you take the second handful it will be more than what anybody demands more more than anybody can think of and that is something which leads a, a person towards what we call as an ego if somebody has been you see if you are getting something it has to be in moderation if you don't take things in moderation and you want to have the bigger chunk of life let me tell you this much you will never be happy now let us say you are a very poor man who is having a very simple job and a salary and suddenly the next day you get a lottery think about it what are you going to do with it you do really don't know i have to often told you all the story of the million dollar note the million dollar note is something which nobody understands about it's in one of the very old films uh, there is a very poor man and this poor man is sitting on the streets and then there is a very rich man so this rich man is seeing this poor man and he feels sad, sad for him and he says you know what i will give you a note a note you take this note and you do what you want to so he takes that note now this is a very very old film this is during the talkies you know very 40s i think 30s or 40s so so this man goes inside a restaurant and he wants only a few things to eat and the person the waiter also looks at him very suspiciously then he says i have money i have money and he removes that note and he shows it to him it is a million dollar note <laughs> now in earlier time in olden times million dollars could buy a lot of things i mean it could buy half of the state maybe i don't know <laughs> so the waiter looks at the note and he goes and tells his boss boss that fellow has got a he's got a million dollar note and the boss says no 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 give him everything whatever he wants you give him food to eat after that after the person has eaten he gives that person this million dollar note and says get me the change do you think you can get a change for million dollars no in olden times you can't get for change for a bill a million dollars now today let us imagine 
you know you go to the market with a billion dollar note now today maybe it's a billion dollar that we are thinking of you go to one of the places and say here i got 1 billion dollars you think any mcdonalds or any of those places will be able to give you chutta <laughs> nobody can give you chutta first and foremost you will get into big trouble don't worry <laughs> so the idea is that you if you get something more than what you wish for more than what you want you will never be satisfied you have to go about in a slow and a steady manner your growth has to be very very slow and steady if you suddenly take a big jump then the next day you will be nowhere it happens even in cricket i am sure you recollect in in cricket what happens there used to be a person um i don't remember the name of that cricketer now this cricketer was known for his great swings and his sixes okay he became a film actor later on and he did only one marathi film if i am not mistaken uh so what happened was this person he went for this match and everybody was expecting him to score a lot of runs yes he scored he is a person who scored six sixes by the way in six balls no doubt about it but after that nothing he he went out of the game similarly there was another two friends were there one we know him very well sachin tendulkar and there was another one by the name of vinod kamli now vinod kamli and sachin tendulkar were known for all the big games you know big numbers in school cricket and when it came to the actual pitch vinod kamli who was supposed to be everybody had put a lot of hopes on him never performed at all isn't it the same with all the heroes in the film industry their father is a very great actor and when the son comes the expectations are very high and then nothing happens so if you get something more than what you wish for that is why all the children of all these rich people they are not able to manage anything they cannot manage look at that recent case where the father was one of the biggest industrialists he started from scratch he had a distillery and then he slowly slowly became big his son went on to you know racing circuit this that horses girls calendars you name it everything he had splashed his name on and today he is the biggest culprit in in the world as far as india is concerned he has taken everything out of india and he there is definitely an interpol and other notices in his name so if you get so much of wealth or if you get so much of fame and fortune or whatever it never lasts you have to go about it in a very very slow and a steady manner and even where knowledge is concerned you know sudden knowledge is very difficult and very wrong you need to go about in a slow and a steady manner think it is like this there are child artists who are very rich and then what happens to them when they they become older they are nowhere so sudden rich or sudden kind of a gain is not the right thing for a human being and that is why rukmini says to krishna it's enough 
that one handful is more than sufficient you don't have to eat more because he will not be able to manage it so you need to get things in moderation okay otherwise loses lose motions problem ho jata hai zyada khane se problem hota hai na waise hai so sudev goswami continued the brahmana spent that night in lord achyuta's palace after eating and drinking to his full satisfaction he felt as if he had gone to the spiritual world naturally he was in the spiritual world the next day sudama set off for home while being honored by lord krishna the self satisfied maintainer of the universe the brahmana felt greatly delighted my dear king as he walked along the road so sudama is happy that he is been able to offer his friend a little handful of that beaten rice and now he is going back home remember he has not opened his mouth he has not asked krishna for anything his wife had told him to go and ask but out of that you know the love or whatever you may call it he was not able to open his mouth at all although he had apparently received no wealth from lord krishna sudama was too shy to beg for on his own he simply returned home feeling perfectly satisfied to have had the supreme lord's audience you know for a true devotee the lord will never allow him to open his mouth in front of him he may go with a very great idea that i want this or i want that from the lord but the lord will ensure that he doesn't open his mouth this is how the lord is is very kind to his devotees as case with swami vivekananda when he was told four times by his guru go and ask for a job from kalima and vivekananda went to the temple four times remember vivekananda was not a believer of the lord of the lord so any which way when he went to meet ma he got her darshan and when that sakshatkar happens when you get that vision in front of you he couldn't open his mouth so he came back once again his guru says to him why have you forgotten ma is standing in front of you why don't you go and ask her for a job so he goes again again he forgets because the vision of grandeur is so pr- profound you cannot you cannot imagine so this kind of a thing happens to the devotees the true devotees of the lord and vivekananda was an eternally released soul you know realized being you should know this ha huh? there are two kinds of people one is called the jivan mukt right jivan mukt is a person who attains liberation while he is living right ha huh? and one is nityam those who are already born realized the bond realized don't have to do much but they have to strive by the way so vivekananda had to strive it is difficult for a normal human being to reach the state of realization you should know this but it is more difficult for an already realized being to reach the state of godhood this goes by the story of namdev also those who remember the story of namdev Namdev was already a realized being by the way and he was not aware of it he was born realized 
So every day he would meet Vithala. He was he was used to have lunch with him. Lunch with the god. <laughs> okay. So he is asked. He thinks that he thinks no end of himself. So he is sitting over there in the conference, and everybody is saying to him. Uh, then when Gora Kumbar goes around, he says, "This is the only fellow who is not a realized fellow. But the rest, all the you know matkas, they are okay. They are ready. This is not the ready matka. Even if you are eating lunch with the Lord, even if you are staying with the Lord." And yet you are conversing or doing whatever. The idea that you have not reached the state of enlightenment is always going to be there. You don't understand the truth. So he has to go and meet his guru. So Namdev goes and meets his guru, Visoba Khetar. And Visoba Khetar had put his feet all over the town. You remember the story? I'll just recap it for you. So Namdev goes to this village where Vitoba has told him, "Go to this village. You will meet your guru." So he goes to the village, and he goes over there very early in in the day. So he says, "Let me take some rest in this temple. There was a very old temple." And when he enters the temple, he sees that there is this man who has put his leg on top of the shivalinga and he is sleeping. So he says, "What kind of an idiot this fellow is? He has put his foot on a shivalinga and sleeping." So and he tries to wake him up, but the man is snoring away. So he says, "Okay, I'll just pick his feet and keep it at the side." So when he puts his, he takes his feet and puts it at the side. So wherever he drops the feet, there a new linga is there. So wherever he tries to keep the feet of this man, there is another shivalinga. At that time, Namdev realizes that, "Oh my God, this must be my guru." And then he bows down to him and wakes him up, and then. Vishwabha Khesar wakes up, and the first question that he asks: "Put my foot in a place where there is no God." The realization is this. I don't know how many of you will actually understand this, but those who do understand this, what it simply translates into is this: You need to see God in everything. You understand? There isn't a single place where you can keep the feet of your guru, and there is no such place. You know, everywhere God is. So, simply say, you should be able to realize that God is in everything. So we don't have enemies, we don't have friends, we don't have any of those things. We have to see God in that person. The day this realization happens. even to the nitya mukta those who are always free all right those who are born realized those born realized people they have to understand this statement freedom or self realization means knowing that god is in everything this is what was taught by his guru to namdev so that is we'll go uh, carry on with the story who am i a sinful poor friend of a brahmana and who is krishna the supreme personality of godhead full of six opulences nonetheless he has embraced me with his two arms he treated me just like one of his brother 
making me sit on the bed of his beloved consort and because I was fatigued, his queen personally fanned me with a yak-tailed camera. Although he is the lord of all the demigods, Although he is the lord of all demigods and the object of worship of all brahmanas, he worshipped me as if I were a demigod myself, massaging my feet and rendering other humble services. The lord has a very unique way of treating his devotees. He treats his, treats his devotees like god themselves or higher than him. So he will go and he will rub their feet. He will do all sorts of things and at that point in time, you know, we really wonder, what is this? Is he God or is he what? <laughs> so, you will find that even the queen is behaving in the same way. Devotional service to his lotus feet is the root cause of all perfections a man can find in heaven, in liberation and in the subterranean regions and on earth. So, one thing you should know. Devotional service at the feet of the Lord is the ultimate goal for reaching emancipation in this world. Thinking, if this poor wretch suddenly becomes rich, he will forget me in the intoxicating happiness. The compassionate Lord did not grant me even a little wealth. So now this is what Sudama is thinking. Sudama is thinking, see I went and the Lord understands. Ki, you see I have come to him wanting to get something. But you see, he is very kind and compassionate. He doesn't want to give me anything. If he gives me something, I will forget him. Now that's why he has not given me. You know, these are called conjectures. And conjectures are basically your mind's play. The mind of a man is like this. It keeps on showing beautiful stories. And it keeps on giving reasons after reasons. Is that the truth? The mind is always going to show you illusions. And illusions are the most dicey things on this planet earth. You should know this. Illusions are very strange. It appears like that. And every man has this ability to use his mind to think of some things which actually don't exist. Think about it. In our life also, we always jump to conclusions because our mind says so. We have always thought, you know, that the other person is bad. And the other person thinks that you are bad because both their minds are working. Alright? Think, if there is a husband and a wife, okay? The wife thinks that, see, the husband doesn't care, he doesn't come home, he just goes away. You know, he doesn't care for me. Whereas, the husband is thinking in a different manner. Her mind, the wife's mind, thinks that way. He doesn't care. And on the other hand, the man may be doing something. Maybe he's trying to get out of the way so that she can have much more freedom. That could be the case. Whereas, now look at it from the husband's point of view. Now, his mind is also creating stories. Whereas the wife is thinking, See, I try to do these things for him. I keep the food ready. I do this. I do that. But he is not able to see. Now this is mismatch. 
mismatch is because the mind has created stories so the most important part in spirituality is we have to overcome the mind to overcome the mind you have to make it empty see think about it like this if you are working in your kitchen all right and you have cooked yourself one vegetable in one vessel now the next thing that you are supposed to make is maybe a, a you know a rasam or a sambar or something like that in the same vessel now suppose you put start putting things again in the vessel without cleaning the vessel what will happen it don't you think it will be contaminated by the previous stuff that was made in it right and that is the reason why we have leftover thoughts which should not be the case that is the reason why emptying the mind is the most important thing otherwise think what happens when you have fights when there are fights amongst two people because you have the contaminated mind from the previous experiences you have a memory of the previous experiences and the memory of the pre- previous experience will say you know last time when you were doing like this this is what you did do you remember sir you am you might have been married for 10 years or 20 years but why are you still taking out the story from the year 1947 when you were getting married your father did this your mother did this mere baap ne aisa kiya tere baap ne aisa kiya what are you talking about if you want to fight you have to settle the issue on that spot for that issue why are you getting your past all over there this is what i say now when you use the same vessel again and again and again without cleaning it you are going to carry all the contaminants from the past and i'm sorry every time when you carry the contaminants of the past okay uh, put it very simply you know you have gone to that fellow who makes the uh, you know those uh, wafers ha huh? you know that wafer fellow ha huh? uh, roadside they have that chips they call it hot chips that hot uh, those who are from uh, those who have been to kerala they will know very well you know what he does that oil is never changed that vessel is never washed the same oil he is doing and he is doing it and he is putting one chips he removes that then he puts another chips then he removes that then he puts third chips imagine this is what we are eating so we don't even know the taste of the stuff it is contaminated with the previous taste and how old the oil must be we don't even know i think it has become grease by now ha huh? and we love to eat those chips what some some chips that we yeah banana chips and all that so this is what has happened to our lives you should become like lays you know ha wo jo oil hai na wo use nahi hota hai wapas that's what the company says i wouldn't know <laughs> they use the oil once and that's it and it is not contaminated for the next time so the idea is to get the whole thing done once and for all and get on with it then you can package it nicely and you can sell it and make money out of it so what it means is simply this in life do not bring the past you need not get on with all those old stories so this is what mind creates 
and mind is the one we have to keep that in the cold cold storage don't bring the mind in play because you will start making judgments on everybody and here sudama is making judgments on the lord he is making judgments on the lord see lord is not giving me see the way he is putting it if this poor wretch suddenly becomes rich he will forget me in this intoxicating happiness that's why the lord has not given me wow so coming back to this is sudama statement huh? Sukhdev Goswami continued, thinking thus to himself. Sudama finally came to the place where his home stood. But that place was now crowded on all sides with towering celestial palaces, rivaling the combined brilliance of the sun, fire and the moon. There were splendorous courtyards and gardens, each filled with the flock of cooing birds and beautified by ponds in which Kaumoda, Amboja, Kahalara, Utpata, Utpala lotuses grew. Finally, finely attired men and doe-eyed women stood in attendance. Sudama wondered, what is all this? Whose property is it? How has this all come about? So, when Sudama is returned back to the place where he has come from, he sees the whole place has changed. Everything is different. And there is a very big palace over there. As he continued to ponder in this way, the beautiful men and maid servants as effulgent as demigods came forward to greet this greatly fortunate master with loud songs and instrumental music. When she heard that her husband had arrived, the brahmana's wife quickly came out of the house in a jubilant flurry. She resembled the goddess of fortune herself, emerging from the divine abode. When the chaste lady saw her husband, her eyes filled with tears of love and eagerness. As she held her eyes closely, she solemnly bowed down to him and in her heart she embraced him. Sudama was amazed to see his wife. Shining forth in the midst of the maidservants adorned with jeweled lockets, she looked as effulgent as the demigoddess in her celestial airplane. So he is not able to recognize his wife. Suddenly she has become Aishwarya Rai. What to do? <laughs> now according to Chitti, it might have turned Samantha Hogai which way. <laughs> with pleasure he took his wife with him and entered his house where there were hundreds of gem studded pillars just as the palace of Lord Mahindra. In Sudama's home were beds as soft as white as the foam of milk with bedsteads made of ivory and ornamented with gold. There were also couches with golden legs as well as royal chamara fans, golden thrones, soft cushions and gleaming canopies hung with string pearls. You should tell, you should tell Mr. Mauli, this is how you should make the next film. Ke liye. <laughs> okay, the second part of Sandra Mauli, sir. What's his name? What's his name? The person who has made the last film. Hello, hello. That big film which they, they were talking about. Raj Mauli. Raj Mauli. <laughs> Maybe you should make a film like this. Great film. <laughs> because he's given description, no? Raj Mauli. What was the film? Raj, uh, Bahubali. Bahubali. <laughs> so now it is Sudama. <laughs> Upon the walls of sparkling crystal glass, inlaid with precious emeralds, shone jeweled lamps, and the women in the palaces were all adorned with precious gems. As he viewed these luxurious appellants of all varieties, the Brahmana calmly reasoned to himself about this unexpected prosperity. Sudama thought, I have always been poor. 
Certainly the only possible way that such an unfortunate person as myself could become suddenly rich is that Lord Krishna, the supreme opulent chief of Yadu dynasty has glanced upon me. Any? He's glanced upon me, that is why I have become rich. After all, my friend, Krishna, the most exalted of the Dasharas and the enjoyer of unlimited wealth, noticed that I secretly intended to beg from him. Thus, even though I said nothing about it, when I stood before him, he actually bestowed upon me the most abundant riches. In this way, he acted just like a merciful rain cloud. The Lord considers even his greatest benedictions to be insignificant, while he magnifies even a small service rendered to him by his well-wishing devotees. Thus with pleasure, the Supreme Soul accepted a single palmful of the flat rice I brought him. Now, this is again a very beautiful statement. Think about it. Now you may say, you know, Hamko bahut kuch mila. The Lord already has too much to offer, don't worry about it. His treasuries are never going to be empty. Think about it. Tomorrow, you know, if Lakshmi says that I don't have money in the bank, maybe I need to take IMF loan or something like that. How strange it might be. Maybe I'll have to go to Bill Gates and say, can you, can you lend me a couple of billion dollars? And Bill, and Bill Gates will say, sorry, sorry, I've LinkedIn buy LinkedIn. How will that be? Lakshmi will get into trouble, no? <laughs> so remember this. The Lord already has too much. He is just offering you just a, just a small dot of it. That's it. And what have you gone to ask him? Think about it. When a man goes to ask, now he see uh, a lady is doing a Lakshmi ka puja, you know, Ashta Lakshmi and this and that and all those things. I'm sure, you know, many Indian women, they do this. During that Lakshmi puja and other Lakshmi days, you know, they will go and pray to the goddess Lakshmi and say, you know, we'll give you a little money. He will say, one, two, three, ten, fifteen, 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 Huh? You can't go and ask Modi sir 100 rupees. For you 100 rupees has got a big value. But for Modi sir 100 rupees has no value because he is sitting on top of RBI. <laughs> so think this is how the whole world is. We go with our very tiny demands to the Lord. Chota chota. Tiny. Ek bachcha de. Ek husband de. Ek wife de. Ek nokri de. The Lord is there sitting and you are going and disturbing him for stupid things. You want one chokri? Why don't you put shadi.com and all those dot coms are there? No, you only do the job. No, why are you going and asking bikari like a bikari over there? 100 rupees, ek ladki de. Ladki vidki ke liye bhagwan baita hai, aise samasthe. In the name of the father and of the son, father, Jesus, please, I want one good health. Sir, go to the doctor. Imagine Jesus ka koi secretary rega ho bolega. Why are you coming? Oh, I am not feeling well. I have got cold for the last 10 days. Okay, fine. Go to that doctor. Imagine that kind of a service. You should make an app like that. You know, God app. Bala, mera, mera life mein bohut problem hai. Mere ko ena 10 lakh rupiah mangta hai. Go to this bank. 
we go and disturb God for no rhyme or reason. When you want some little chiller pani, no, you should do it yourself. Don't bother God for it. Got it? Answer. Hmm. This fellow, he didn't ask. It's very good for him. Sudama, he didn't ask. But God gave him otherwise also. Chalo, thoda sa de deta ho. It's the same thing when, you know, uh, one of the stories you will find that Brahmaji. Brahmaji says, ek minute. I did like this, ek minute, madha, hum log aisa karte hai. <laughs> Lekin Brahmaji ek minute kar ke liye, sabko utha ke leke jata hai. Brahmaji takes the, everybody for one minute of his time, which is one year. Huh? And in one year later, the, he brings back and he sees everything is as it is. That story you know very well. So it's like that, you know, you, what is it that you are asking God? God, please put my life in order. I have a problem in my life. Huh? karke hum log bolte. Matlab socho, you know. Itna bada admi, itna bada bhagwan. Oh, tumare life mein aake, tumare ghar mein kaam karne wala hai ya tumare girlfriend ko tick karega. Huh? How stupid can that be? Can you not work for that? Think. You can't go and ask Mr. Obama, Sir, my toilet is not working. Can you go and ask Obama these kind of stupid questions? No, no. It's the same thing. Your toilet is not working means your house is not working. You go, go put it in order. Stupid fellow. That is what. <laughs> so think about it. So the God already knows about it and he's already sanctioned it. Don't worry. Your leave is sanctioned go. Likewise, in our life, we have to be very, very careful what we ask from God. We should be very good at what we should be going and asking. What we need to ask God is, give us devotion. Give us a love for your lotus feet. You understand? Give me liberation. That is also perfect. But liberation is also asking for something. But can we not go and ask for love? I want love for you. I want to love you till the end of time. That's all. I don't need any other thing. The Lord is a supreme compassionate reservoir of all transcendental qualities. Life after life may I serve him with love, friendship and sympathy. And may I cultivate such firm attachments for him by his precious association of his devotees. To a devotee who lacks spiritual insight, the Supreme Lord will not grant the wonderful opulence of this world, kingly power and material assets. Indeed, in his infinite wisdom, an unborn Lord may well know how the intoxication of pride can cause the downfall of the wealthy. This is, I think, you also know. Those who are wealthy and those who don't give a damn about God, what happens to them? Think, there are people in this world who are talking about outer space and they can't even move their finger. They are in a wheelchair which moves on its own. Somebody else's voice is playing in the background. Oh, Google ke jaisa hai. Okay, Google, bolega to aawa jata hai. Samajh mein aaya? But, people, those who don't believe in God, what do you expect from them? Here the idea is that the God is not putting a gun against your head and saying, you know, boss, agar tu mera baat nahi manega, to main tumko khatam kar. He is not saying like that. What he is saying is, I am only asking for love. I am not asking for your maskawaji, okay? One kilo of amul butter, I am not asking. I am just saying, can you just be nice to me, boss? 
कैन यू बी नाइस टू मी कैन यू बी गुड टू मी आई विल बी गुड टू यू मेरे से पंगा मत लेना हिंदी में बोल लेगा सो द आइडिया इज दिस लाइन टेल्स यू दैट दोज हु आर हैविंग दिस काइंड ऑफ एन एरेगेंस इन देम अबाउट नॉलेज पीपल लाइक यू नो आई डोंट नो देर आर लॉट्स ऑफ पीपल फ्रॉम बिल मार टू नील दिग्रास टाइसन टू ऑल दिस पीपल दे डोंट बिलीव इन गॉड एंड ऑल दैट दे आर वेरी वेरी ग्रेट इन देयर वर्ल्ड दे थिंक नो एंड ऑफ देम सेल्फ बिकॉज ऑफ देयर नॉलेज बट नॉलेज इज नॉट गोइंग टू टेक यू एनी वेयर इज नॉट गोइंग टू टेक अ पर्सन एनी वेयर नाइदर इज पॉप्युलेंस गोइंग टू टेक अ पर्सन एनी वेयर इट विल फाइनली लीड टूवर्ड्स डिस्ट्रक्शन वॉट हैपन्स टू देम इट देर प्राइड एंड ऑलवेज दोज हैव प्राइड दे हैव अ डाउनफॉल दिस इज वॉट अ पर्सन शुड रिमेंबर वी शुड नेवर गो टू गॉड विथ प्राइड दैट वॉज द लेसन ऑल्सो इन द प्रीवियस लेसन विच आई गेव यू अबाउट नामदेव नामदेव हैड थॉट नो हैंड ऑफ हिमसेल्फ सिंह मैं तो भगवान के साथ खाना खाता हूँ क्या है सुखदेव गोस्वामी कंटिन्यूड दस फर्मली फिक्सिंग हिज डिटर्मिनेशन बाई मीन्स ऑफ स्पिरिचुअल इंटेलिजेंस Sudama remained absolutely devoted to Lord Krishna the shelter of all living beings free from avarice he enjoyed together with his wife the sense of pleasure the sense pleasures that has been bestowed upon him always with the idea of eventually renouncing all sense gratification now what are the four things which god has given us this birth for this is something which uh, somebody asked me yesterday so i shall explain to you all the four things which a person is supposed to be happy that you got this particular life for one is called dharma we have to live this in this world righteously the laws have been laid out you know the universal laws like vedas and the shastras and the universal book of laws is written already you have to live in this world in a righteous manner that is called dharma arth everybody is supposed to work for money isn't it everybody is supposed to economic independence is very very important for everybody if you are if economic dependence is bad economic independence is good you need to have economic independence in today's day and age it is very very important that the husband maintains a separate account and the wife maintains a separate separate account in olden times when the wife was working at home she was a housewife at that time one account was fine but in today's day when the husband and wife are both working they need to have separate accounts they need to have their financial independence as well the child also needs a financial independence so you need to give him little bit of money on the side saying that okay you should know how to earn this money is very very important that is why a parent has to teach the child also how to live in this world if you give 5 dollars to the child or if you are giving 100 rupees to the child you should take accounts from him then the child will learn how to keep accounts then the child will not throw the money out you should find out i gave you last week 5 dollars what did you do with it you should take account even for the pennies you know little little money also you should the reason is because then he will understand the importance of that you see if you have never kept accounts yourself you know what is going to happen to the child also baap bewda to child bhi bewda samajh mein aaya hmm एक ऐसा है तो दूसरा भी वैसा सो वॉट लेसन यू आर गिविंग टू योर चाइल्ड इज वॉट यू आर ऑल्सो फॉलोइंग सो यू ऑल्सो बेटर कीप योर बुक्स ऑफ अकाउंट इन इन प्लेस सो दैट द चाइल्ड ऑल्सो कीप्स द चाइल्ड इज गोइंग टू लर्न फ्रॉम यू लाइक वाइज वॉट द गुरु डज 
कंटिन्यू Hmm. The Lord considers even his benediction to be insignificant. Why he? One second. Uh, hmm. I think I missed out the page. Or uh, okay. So there, I'll do this line. Line number thirty-eight. Now line number thirty-seven. To the devotee who lacks spiritual insight. The Supreme Lord will not grant the wonderful opulence of this world, kingly power, and material assets. Indeed, in His infinite wisdom, the unborn Lord well known how the intoxication of pride can cause the downfall of the wealthy. I explained this line. Sukhdev Goswami continued. Thus, firmly fixing his determination by means of spiritual intelligence, Sudama remained absolutely devoted to Lord Krishna, the shelter of all living beings. Free from avarice, he enjoyed together with his wife the sense pleasures that has been bestowed upon him, always with the idea of eventually renouncing all the sense gratification. So I was doing the four things that God has given us this birth for. First was dharma. Second one is artha, right? In the artha, I told you about economic independence. You need to go and earn your money. Don't depend on other people. Third is called kama. Now kama is always translated into you know. Oh, I am in love. Sorry, boss. Love not required. You can have sex. Boss, this is the calm is not translated into K M A is not equal to L O V E. This is the worst part of life. So then you will do artificial insemination. No, no. <laughs> the Lord is not telling you to do artificial insemination. In every line, He is telling you He has. Re- think about it. He says over here also. Enjoyed together with his wife the sense pleasures that has been bestowed upon him. The sense pleasures. It is important. The calm is very very important. Calm is always translated by those hypocrites. You know those who think that they talk about religion. They translate calm into you should be loving. What loving to your wife and to your girlfriend and all that, sir. Loving is not meaning in a. Aja, you ice cream khayegi kya? और पुराने जमाने में झाड़ के इर्द गिर्द घूमते थे ना एक झाड़ है उसका बाजू बाजू में हीरो हीरोइन घूमता था नो 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 बॉस वी आर टॉकिंग ऑफ दर्ड एंड अगेन दिस नॉट बर्ड्स एंड द बीज स्ट्रेट लाइन पे आता हूँ काम मीन्स यू बेटर हैव सेक्स विथ हर एंड शी हैज सेक्स विथ यू बेटर एंजॉय दैट पर्टिकुलर पोर्शन ऑफ लाइफ गॉड हैज गिविन यू नहीं तो वो बोलेगा मेरे को सब आता नहीं तो तुम लोग क्या देखते थे स्कूल और कॉलेज में वैसे भी है ना एम से लेके सब कुछ देख के हो गया ना no 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 i am a very saintly person i never saw any of those triple x films don't bullshit other one another everybody has seen okay so go on with it and the last one is the most important one the last one moksha moksha means what liberation boss then you have to give away the all first three ha uh, renounce the first three okay no dharma do no artha no kama All these three have to keep it in the fridge. After that, you come towards me for moksha. That is called realization. Know the path of the spiritual, not religion. Spiritual. Spiritual is different than religion. Religion is all bullshit. 
religion is telling you go to this and go to that give so much of bribe to god and all that that is religion is telling you all kind of nonsensical stuff here spirituality so he says finally he does this the sense pleasures that have been bestowed upon him always with the idea of eventually renouncing all sense gratification so eventually you have to throw everything in the dustbin right and eventually today's world what do they do they go to pfizer company vaigara vaigara jisko samjhane usko bata raha hu bhaiya renounce karne ka hai renounce chhod dene ka vaigara ka piche nahi bhagne ka samajh mein aaya lord hari is the god of all gods the master of all sacrifices and the supreme ruler but he accepts the saintly brahmanas as his master so there exists no deity higher than them so lord hari is the highest every god that you have visited okay so for all those people who believe in all kinds of gods the only god as far as we are concerned is krishna okay as far as the christians are concerned it is father in heaven he is known by all these names okay for those who are in other parts allah ha huh? for any other person it is that that is all that is required baki the rest of the gods they are they are they are the people who take bribes don't bother hmm thus seeing how the uncontrollable supreme lord is nonetheless conquered by his own servants the lord's dear brahmana friend felt the remaining knots of material attachment within his heart being cut to the force of constant meditation on the lord in a short time he attained lord krishna supreme abode the destination of great saints so our job is to reach father in heaven our job is to reach krishna itself in the golok vrindavana or the second divine unmanifest don't want in between seedha pilot ke baju mein jaake baithna baki sab economic class ye class wo class ki pilot ke jaate baitho na seedha pahunch jayega pehla pahunchega so go with krishna only that's what he means the lord always shows brahmana special favors anyone who hears this account of the supreme lord kindness of brahmanas will come to develop love for the lord and thus become free from the bondage of material work so once you reach the state of finishing your jobs completing your you know kaam everything finish everything and then you only go towards the one thing which is called spiritual enlightenment rest you can chuck it away all right so we have come to the end of the chapter so this is chapter 81 we have finished tomorrow we'll do chapter 82 so you have a very good day take care of yourself and those who have a very good evening good evening to all of you all right bye see you all